Today's episode is brought to you by Products by Lizzie. If you have sensitive skin, dry skin, or just like stuff that smells really, really good, you gotta check out Products by Lizzie. My daughter has really, really bad eczema, and right now our life is like that Lady Gaga meme. Like, you know, the one where she's like, club, another club, no sleep. Our life is like, pool, another pool, splash pad, another pool, no sleep. And it has really, uh, really taken a toll on my daughter's skin. But the soap and the lotion that we have gotten from Products by Lizzie has really, really helped. We are so excited. She has everything that you could want for your skin from bar soap, body wash, essential oil, and the yummiest smelling shea butter cream that I've ever smelled. We got the vanilla cheesecake one. It is heaven. And lately, I've been trying to make an effort in my life to buy from small businesses, to support Black-owned businesses, and I'm so happy to give Products by Lizzie my business, and I couldn't be more thrilled from what we've tried so far. If you would like to try them for yourself, go to ProductsByLizzie.com and use my code WANNACHAT for 10% off. Again, that's promo code WANNACHAT for 10% off. And seriously, I'm telling you, buy the vanilla cheesecake shea butter. You'll thank me later. All right, now on with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the I Just Wanna Chat podcast. I'm Mary, and guys, you are in for a treat today, and so am I. We all are. We're all in for a treat, because today we are joined by Taylor Tucker, who happens to be one of my favorite people on the planet. She is so funny and so smart, and together we talked about everything that's been happening in the pop culture world, the internet world, lots has been going on. We talked about Harry and Olivia and, you know, how bummed. How bummed we are that we're not her. We talked about all the stuff going on in like the influencer space right now with like FTC disclosures and like the Nordstrom sale. We talked about Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker and even hit on some Real Housewives stuff, which I normally typically don't talk about. So stay tuned. It should be a really good one. All right, everybody. I'm already laughing because I'm talking to one of my favorite people ever. Taylor Tucker. Taylor, how are you? Hi, I'm so good. Thanks for having me on your podcast. I feel so special. Having you on as if, first of all, I mean, like I did want this to happen and you were at like the top of my list. And I just feel like in day-to-day life, I require so much from you always. So I felt too guilty asking you to come on. I happily give because I love you so much. But I did openly go on my Instagram story and beg anybody to come on. (laughs) So thank you. Well, and I was like, uh, I hope she knows that I would do it at a drop of a hat. I would dr- literally drop my children and be here. So I, I would do the same <laughs> for you in, in an actual heartbeat. Yeah. But anyway, Taylor is here. Another pop culture aficionado. Sometimes in my life, I, I mean, I'll talk celebrity gossip with anyone. I will talk about celebrity yeah. gossip with anybody. I'll talk influencers with anyone. Anyone. It's my only talent. But mm-hmm. sometimes it is always not, not annoying, but like not as fun because people aren't on my same level. There are a handful of people on this earth who are on my same level with celebrity stuff. And Taylor is one of the four, one of, Gosh. One, one of the, like the eight maybe in this world that can... I don't want to say hold their own as if like (laughs) it's something to be proud of, but one of the only people that I feel like, you know, on the same wavelength with. So this is going to be a treat. And what was funny was I wrote out like the list of topics and Mm -hmm. typically in the, in these past couple of weeks, I've like written out a list of topics, sent it to my co-host and been like, 
oh, and like, I'll explain it to you. Or like, here's like some links to look up. And I just said, you can keep up. I know you know about all this stuff, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like I didn't have yeah. to, I literally had to look up nothing because every second of every day is just like actually seeing all of these stories and actually caring. And maybe I should, um, not spend as much time caring about these things, but I don't, it, they just pull you in. I don't know how to not read the article. You know what I mean? I don't know how to not look at the pictures of Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles. I can't not look it's, at them. It's literally impossible, but I guess yeah. that's a great segue. It's almost like you work in professional news, Taylor. It's, it's crazy. It's like I do it, but you know. <laughs> you handed me this on a, on a platter. Backstory yes. Taylor works in professional news. She's a news producer. Um, yes. But let's, let's talk about it. Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles were spotted on a yacht, yachting it up. The pandemic is over. Yacht season has begun. And they're just there making out. It's like, we've known that they're official. This wasn't yes. news. But it will always be hard to watch somebody living your dream. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Olivia is out there living all of our best lives Um, because, you know, she has kids and and yet, and yet she gets to be a mom, which is always great. And then she gets to be on a yacht with Harry Styles. And that's just not fair. It's And and also like she was married or engaged to Jason Sudeikis, who's also a honey. I love him. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I think in all of this, I always go back to Jason Stegas of like, how is he handling? How is he yes. coping in that tie-dye sweatshirt that he was d- wearing when he uh, got his award for Ted Lasso? You know, is he just like crying is he in his house in that tie-dye sweatshirt? Because he just knows that like, this is not good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's such a slap in the face. And I mean, just the fact that like, Harry is so much younger and like the hottest the hottest man and like the the number one the number one male pop star in the world I would say right is there anybody that's higher than him no no absolutely I mean yeah I think it depends on either how old you are because I missed the One Direction boat I was too old for One Direction but I am not too old for Harry Styles. No one is too old for Harry Styles. And you know, it makes me happy that Harry likes an older woman. Yes. So I feel like it made me love him even more. So because I missed the One Direction boat, like I was in perfect succinction with like the Justin Bieber boat. So it's like, Mm -hmm. it depends on how old you are sometimes. I'm like, would people put like Harry Styles and Justin Bieber like on the same? But I mean, in the past five years, Harry Styles has become the ultimate, ultimate. Like I look at Justin Bieber, more on him later, but I look at Justin Bieber as definitely an A-list star, but someone who's like star has faded just a little bit. Like he's Mm -hmm. not, it's not front page news every time he breathes anymore, but Mm -hmm. Harry Styles seen on a yacht does make news. And there's so many layers to this. Number one. Are you aware of like the Olivia Wilde, like leaked videos and stuff from like a week ago? No. Oh, tell me about this. Nope. Well, so I found out about it on like a trending topic on Twitter and it was like Olivia Wilde. And then it was this Harry Styles fans do not like Olivia Wilde. Like they do not like her at all. But okay. like, I remember they didn't like Camille Rowe 
They right. they don't like it when he dates. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like a boy. Like they'd be psyched if it was a boy, but they don't like when uh, he dates. As would I. And I and, would also be psyched if he ever dated Billie Eilish. But that's another topic. Okay, go on. I mean, I haven't really thought that one through. <laughs> I might need to sit with that one for a second. Sit with it and I bet you'll um, come to the conclusion that it would be great. There's a couple of people I would like to see Harry with. And I'll be honest, I don't think Olivia Wilde is really one of them. As long as they're like, I mean, like as long as they're happy, whatever, but it just Yeah. I mean Olivia, Olivia Wilde has me, never please continue. Olivia, I mean, I became aware of Olivia Wilde when she was the bisexual bar manager on the OC and I loved her so so much. She had a purple stripe in her uh blonde hair and I loved mm-hmm. her. Like that's when I fell in love with Olivia Wilde. She was hot, hot, hot. Loved her. And then like, she just, I don't know. I didn't really, after the OC, I was still in a teenager. So I just didn't really follow up, but then I would see her, you know, in random things and be like, oh, that's Olivia Wilde. I like her because the OC and those were my informative years, obviously. So now she's just like, oh yeah, Olivia Wilde. Okay. Whatever. So to see someone I, that I'm so whatever about with Harry. Who is, I'm not whatever about. I'm absolutely not. I'm the exact opposite of whatever about. Is like kind of like, you know. Quick pop quiz. Yes or no, is Olivia Wilde a nepotism baby? Okay, well, I knew, I did not know. My friend I just looked it up. Me, I have... My friend told me yesterday uh, that she was married to like a prince. I did not know this. Olivia Wilde was married to a prince? Apparently. Okay. Olivia Wilde was apparently married to some prince during her um, like OC days. And, um, And then she got like with Jason, had babies, and now obviously with Harry. Um. But yeah, and so I was like, wait, so is she, I mean, that, so that feels right to call her her nepotism baby. So she was also a nepotism baby. I would call her like a mild, like a mid-grade one. So both of her parents are famous journalists, Mm -hmm. Leslie Cockburn and Andrew Cockburn. Mm. And their parents were also famous journalists. Okay. And now- I mean, again, I, being a journalist, we got to calm down. Journalists aren't like the rich yeah, and the famous, but, but if they connected. are, I mean, if you're famous journalists, you're connected, you have a good yeah. network, but yes. So in 2003, she married an Italian prince. From what 2000, is she wielding? 2003 what is she wielding? to 2011, she was married to a prince. So it's like- That's a long marriage that's a long marriage and then and especially because like she tied the knot they met when they were 19 and she was 19 he was 28 so yeah so, so she's yeah, a former right. she's a former princess yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know this blew my mind when I found out about it and I was like wow there's I feel like there's so much about Olivia Wilde I do not know and Italy has a royal family? I, according to Google. They have a monarch, monarchy <laughs> over there? Apparently. I'm learning so much. I have to do, I'll do an Olivia Wilde deep dive 
either on Instagram or on the Facebook on the the Facebook yes um, isn't that what they called it like yes and then Justin Timberlake was like drop the the it's cleaner right right um so Olivia Wilde had some things leaked that shouldn't have been leaked some private Mm. footage of her in various situations leaked Mm. over the weekend from her marriage with to Jason Sudeikis I didn't I didn't watch anything. I just read an article about it, but so mm-hmm. I cannot, um, I don't know like how bad it was or how, uh, you know, intimate they were, but I did kind of love the only thing I loved about them on the yacht was the fact that she was like not hiding. Cause I feel like people mm-hmm. have these leaks and then they're so like, I mean, it is so violating. It's such a violating thing that those happen. Yeah. But often like they hide in their very, um, either like, ashamed or they're like just very not trusting of media and people so they like kind of hide out like remember nobody saw jennifer lawrence for a long time after her right 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 so that's very interesting that's a very interesting um like not to tie into this story because i i kind of feel weird about the yacht photos there were too many in my opinion and there were they were too they were too exposed again they knew, in my opinion if you're on the italian coastline right. during yacht season you know that you're being mm. photographed yeah and there was just too much kissing i'm sorry and maybe it's yeah. because i've been married for seven years that like we would not you would not catch us kissing that many times on a yacht but like there was way too much kissing happening okay and then they're like I don't know, slow dancing on top of the yacht. It was just a little all, a little suspicious. Yeah. And I am never one that's like, this is just for for publicity. Other mm-hmm. than like Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello getting together oh. when they were trying to get Senorita to number one. I right, don't really right, right. believe in publicity relationships. Like everyone's going to see this movie anyway that they're doing together. Everyone mm-hmm. will see it. They don't. And if anything, it's like, I mean, it's not amazing. I mean, I guess any publicity is good publicity, but no one's like, oh, and we have to see the thing that began their love story or whatever. But I'm like, why, why a public yacht? Why a right. public yacht for this? And I, I didn't expect Harry to be, I wouldn't see Harry as one to be a publicity whore like that of like, yes. hey, let's set up these photos or anything like that. But I mean, again, they do know they're going to be photographed. Like, photographers have 70 foot lenses and are capturing Mm -hmm. everything and so I don't know they were a little too much for me where when I saw them I was like oh seems a little staged but I do not doubt their relationship because we have known for a while yeah and I think it's it's too early before the movie to be a publicity relationship Mm -hmm. and it's been too long lasting if it was just for publicity it would have been a blip before the movie came out or during filming and then it would have ended yeah yeah but i don't know and then thing number two that i love about this is did you see the kendall jenner response no i did not see kendall's response which is shocking because i read literally every word written about the kardashians so so kendall i want kendall and harry to be together they're like my dream couple i feel like they are i loved like watching what they've done together in the past like mm. on like late night shows and stuff yeah and I think that they are two people who are status wise compatible like yeah, yeah. and sometimes and I feel like a Kardashian needs that 
Mm. Um, like, I feel like the Kardashians so often have been taken advantage of by crappy men who like get their fame when they're with them and then they break their heart and then they just go live their life somewhere else. But I feel yeah. like Kendall and Harry are like on the same level a little bit, but when Harry and Kendall were together, there were yacht photos of them that were all over the place. And then this weekend, like two days ago, Kendall was on a yacht, posted a picture of like her tequila, I think, on the yacht. Of course. And had, eight, deja vu, eight, one, eight. had deja vu playing over the story. Like she like went oh. and that was like the story. That, that was a, that was the song that she selected for that slide deja vu and it was like I mean, the, first when you're gonna all, tell her part great uh, kudos to kendall for using that song in the correct way um that's great uh she's yes. not the only kardashian that's used that song because kim also used driver's license when her and kanye uh rumors broke that they were getting divorced so great for kendall i i'm on this might be controversial I am kind of on the Kendall is bisexual train. Yes. Um, I truly think that like she could be bi, lesbian, queer. Um, and I love that for her. And I would love that for any of the Kardashians. And I I don't know. I just, I feel it in my bones. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously we both feel the same way. Like it doesn't need to be said, like if she doesn't want to come out, that's fine. But there have been a lot of stories and stuff about her in that way. Mm -hmm. And it's, it is kind of weird. I mean, I can't even say anything. I'm not a gay person. I've never had to come out or anything. So right. Can't put myself in that mindset, but I feel like it would never really be a negative for her. Like, I don't know. I feel like Mm -hmm. people would embrace a bisexual Kendall. I would, I would wrap my loving arms around a bisexual Kendall. I would love it for her. But again, yeah, if she, one, if she's not great, if she's completely straight, I love it. But if she was, if she ever did come out, I would be so happy about it. I think it would be great for her. But every time I like read the rumblings, I'm like, I could, I, I could feel it. I could, I could see it. Yes, I, I could see it. But anyway, that was the second, my second favorite thing about this mm. yacht situation mm-hmm. was just that Kendall got a little dig in and, and I feel like you don't do that unless you're a little hung up on the situation. Well, I mean, come on, it's Harry Styles, yes. like we've said, and she's, you know, she's just dating a basketball player now, which is like an, nothing for a Kardashian. They it's need like, to yeah. stay away from athletes, they, stay away from athletes. Got- They've got to stop dating athletes. It just, stop it. Stop it. This is a good transition. I wasn't going to do this until (laughs) later, but let's talk about Kravis. Let's talk about it. Okay. What's your relationship to Blink-182 and Travis Barker? Um, I don't, I think I was too young, but I do respect Blink-182 and the 90s royalty that they were um they were more my brother's era who's a few years older than me um but i'm i'm all in travis seems like a great guy um and i'm 
I really like them. I don't love how public they are on like Instagram because when I see what they post, when I see like what Courtney posts and what he posts, I get the same feeling of when a friend posts about their husband too much where I'm like, are you trying to convince yourself that you love him? You know? And then a year later they get divorced and you're like, well, yeah, I saw that coming because you were so obsessed with them on, on like Instagram. And so I get nervous. Yes. I, there is always like a, what are you trying to prove? Mm -hmm. Because you know, like Instagram is a highlight reel and stuff, but it's like, if you're trying to make this highlight reel, so, so highlighted, what are you dealing with? Whatever. But I do love them. I ran a poll on the, I just want to chat Instagram. And because in my mind, this ends one of two ways. They're engaged by September or they're broken up by September. The star is burning too hot and too bright. Mm -hmm. It's, they can't sustain this in just a dating level saying like, you're the love of my life publicly constantly without moving forward or ending it in some way. Absolutely. I agree. There's no sign of them breaking up. There's absolutely no inkling. It's so, so true. And I, I have a hard time because although I know that Scott is problematic and in this very last season, the season finale of keeping up with, you really understand where Courtney is coming from, where she's like, I would probably be with Scott if he like did all the things that I asked him to do and be a good guy and to stop freaking dating 19 year olds. Cause it's creepy, but mm. I, I would love them to be together. I would like just be, you know, being the parents it. of three children. I would love it, but I don't want that for Courtney. If she says like, guys, he has not been doing the things that I've been asking him to do, which I, I had heard on a podcast and I found it really interesting that one of these hosts said, they don't think that Courtney would ever take Scott back until he was independently successful without the Kardashians. She wants a man that is not successful because of her family. And Scott only has the Kardashians. He, she wants him to become independently successful. So stop filming with our family, stop all of that and be your own person and be your own successful person. And then that is when we could like push forward with their relationship. And I found that Mm -hmm. very interesting. That is very interesting. And also Mm -hmm. I feel like, unattainable at this point unless he like gets into like crypto or like gets really into like stocks or something it's not really going to anything that he does publicly business-wise is going to be attached to the kardashian name yes somehow some way he's still represented he's still represented by chris right Oh, I'm not sure about that, but probably, I mean, probably I'm sure she I mean, has her hand in his dealings yeah. somewhere, and you of, know? And of course, no one is genuinely like represented by Chris anymore. Like she has her like management team and whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. But like, I think he's still under the umbrella, but Travis and Courtney, I do think it's so cute. I am a huge Blink-182 fan. Mm. I love Travis Barker mm. and my heart has broken for him over the years with the plane stuff. And like, do you know about all that? Yes, I know about all the plane stuff, all this health stuff. And that is scary. And another point that I have thought about is, so he won't travel on a plane. 
right? He like but will he not says, go on a plane. Will he, he for Courtney? He says that he is getting to the point where he'll do it for Courtney. He said before Courtney, he would never do it again. He's getting to the point where he could travel on a plane. Because Courtney, Courtney is still wanting, gonna live her life as a hardworking Kardashian, although she does not want to be a hardworking Kardashian. She just like mm-hmm. wants to be a mom, but like live the same lifestyle. I don't know how she's, that's going to be obtainable, but she's still going to want to travel. She's still going to want to go to all these luxurious places, do her poosh thing. And without him getting on a plane, that would be difficult. Yeah. And like their vacations, they're not going to be able to go to like Turks and Caicos. Is that how you say mm-hmm. Caicos? Is it chaos? Yeah. chaos? Yeah. Um, that I'm probably not going there anytime soon, but <laughs> like, I mean, he could get there by boat. That's how he travels to all the like Blink-182 right. things overseas is like he does go by boat, but I, I don't know. But so I, they've been neighbors for forever. Their kids have grown up together. And it does seem like the coolest like rom-com, like, oh, like this has been my friend for forever. We've been family neighbors and now they're like together. But also I need them to cool it on the PDA. I need them to just be like normal. I need them to be like, okay, we came in hot and heavy and now we're just like going to step back. We kind of gave the people what they wanted. Mm-hmm. We gave the people all of the things and the thumb sucking and the lollipop sucking and just a lot of sucking. And now a lot we of need it. to like step, now we need to step back and focus on, is this relationship going to work, you know, long-term uh, can our children blend? Can our families blend? How are we going to deal with Travis's crazy ex-wife? These are the questions that they need to like step back off of Instagram and ask themselves. Yes. And I remember, so like his ex-wife has been, has been crazy for a very long time because mm. long ago, I mean, I'm such a big Blink-182 fan and I used to watch their show when I was like mm. way too young to be watching it. But I used to watch Meet the Barkers all the time. And then when I found Alabama's Instagram a couple of years ago and she was like nine, but she was posting like things that a lot of people deemed inappropriate online. And people like, I remember Perez Hilton was always on Twitter, like calling Travis Barker out. Like Alabama is posting some very baby stuff online. You need to shut this down. And then it turns out that was just the mom. And the mom was always encouraging it. And it was always oh only God. happening like at the mom's house. The stuff, the stuff was very suggestive. Instagram took Alabama's page down. <gasps> so oh like, my goodness. Shanna, Shanna Moclear, I think that's her name, Mo- Moclear, mm-hmm. um, has always been thirsting for fame. And like, she's been trying to make Alabama famous in literally like the grossest ways like she was like Ooh. nine years old and posting very like brawn underwear type stuff on oh. instagram oh my yeah. god oh no i hate that i hate that so much yeah so and like no. an instagram had to intervene and then that's actually what a lot of people um i mean not now because all the dance mom kids are older but like the dance moms kids used to always have to have like a account managed by mom in their bio, even if they were really just doing it themselves because they were 13. And that all happened because of the Alabama Barker stuff from a few years ago. That's gross. And I don't like that at all. That gives me, that gives me like goosebumps and gross feelings. 
So his ex-wife has been psycho for a long time. But anyway, yeah. by September, engaged or broken up. I think those are the two options. I'm going to Disneyland yeah. in two weeks. And I think it's highly probable that I'll see them because they've been going like once a week. Okay, yes. If you see them, I need pictures of what Courtney is wearing from all angles because it seems like she did not get... She did not watch that TikTok about how Disney will make you wear a shirt and will give you a shirt if you aren't wearing an appropriate one because it looked like she was wearing a bikini top the last yes. time they were there. And it's like, wait, how is Kourtney Kardashian getting away with this? It's a straight I mean, bikini top. If if you buy that $750 an hour VIP tour for the minimum <laughs> Maybe. of six hours and get the plaid to escort you through Disney, yeah. you can wear whatever you want. Dress code. What is that? I don't know her. Yeah, get out of here. Maybe. And also, side note, I didn't know that Poosh was like a sex blog. I thought Wait, that it was supposed you- to just be like a goop thing, but she—it's turned into like a sexual health-based lifestyle oh. thing. Maybe I need to get my eyes on that. I because I also like because I've seen a few Poosh things. I mean, I do not follow because. Some of the things are really ridiculous, but it's turned, it's turned very sexual. Yeah. Like it's very, all of it's about basically like sexual health now. Um, well, which I mean, you know, that's great. Love and, that energy. That's great. And Travis, but it's, that's what they're doing. So, and it's so much of their brand where like, he's always having his hands like on her butt or like they're commenting nasty things to each other. I mean, nasty, whatever. But, I mean, I mean, one of the top articles on Poosh right now is how to last longer in bed. Yeah. So Poosh has but turned then, into a, but this then is it a strong also, branding. Strong brand. But then, you know, also then it is backed up with five hacks for glossier hair. So, hmm. you know, I think there's still yeah, some, no. <laughs> there's still some like <laughs> PG rated, but then we get, we get a little cray. I mean, I only want the sex, the sex guide from uh, Kourtney Kardashian. I mean, they're having a fun time. What Even though I've, I have um, questioned every single one of her romantic choices other than Scott. And I do want her, if it doesn't work out with Travis, the only other person I'll accept her to be with is Scott. Oh, a healthy absolutely. Scott, a healthy Scott. Healthy Scott but, and a has his act together, Scott. Yes. Like. Like because, I need him yeah. five years removed from any 19 year old. I need him five years removed from this Rena girl. And oh. then, oh man, I wish you watched the housewives so badly. Okay, I don't, it's I don't watch them. Don't. It's shocking. But I know truly, I, I know everything because I watch okay. not skinny, but, but not fats Instagram story every day. I'm okay. in a trillion Facebook groups and people always talk about the stuff. For the most part, the heavy hitters, I know everything that's always going on with them because it's just celebrity gossip. I just don't have cable and it's never been worth mm. it for me to find and dig and like sit through the commercials on Hulu to mm. watch Real Housewives. Well, the fascinating part about the whole Scott and Amelia Gray Hamilton of it all is just like right now on the season that is currently on Bravo of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Lisa Renna is finding out about Scott. It's now in that time where they're like starting to hang out. Amelia claims that they're only friends, blah, blah, blah. And so, but Lisa Renna is so thirsty to be Kardashian adjacent 
that she is just, you can just see it in her eyes. Like she just loves it. And so she asked like Kathy Hilton, because the Hiltons have a very long relationship Mm. with the Kardashians. So like Kathy and Kyle know Chris and are friends with the family. And so she's like, do I need to call him Lord? Do I need to bow when I meet him? And she's just like eating it up when everyone around her is like, Renna, your 19 year old cannot be dating this man. Like, yeah, no, like this is no, absolutely not. And she's just like, oh, ha ha. Should I bend? Should I like bow to him and call him the Lord and just eating it up? She loves being Kardashian adjacent. Is he going to be on Real Housewives at all? Is the daughter ever I, on it? Amelia is on it. She had a big storyline actually the past couple of years because she had a very severe eating disorder. She had very severe anorexia and she had to move from New York to LA because she had severe anxiety. So like the, her eating disorder got worse and worse. And she knew that she needed to quit New York and come back to LA Um, And so she had a big storyline on the show, but I don't know. And, and this season you do see her FaceTiming with her mom and stuff like that, but I don't think that we'll see Scott. I don't want her with Scott now knowing that. I no, I feel like, and if, if Scott is in a healthy mode right now, it hasn't been long. I don't think, I don't think he's in a healthy mode. And I just so badly, I just so badly want him to be, but I don't think he is. And I don't, I just, I can't see a grown man with a clear head being like, yes, that 19 year old and the things that they post about each other. It's just like so weird and creepy, but then it's like really hard because on the show you have Erica Jane, who was 28 married a 60 year old so it's like she's like oh, well I did an older guy and it was fine I mean now it's not fine now it's not fine yeah. and now it's really not fine but anyway so that's an interesting oh. uh Kardashian adjacent yeah oh man okay we're gonna take a quick break not for a commercial or anything but because I haven't bought an, an official <laughs> license of zoom so we need to end our call and then I need to send Taylor a new link because Obs- only I'm the most love it only the most professional around here okay love it let's catch do you it. on the catch you on the flippity flip <laughs> wow guys what a what a fun break did you all have so much fun during that I, two second I had a great time I had a great time. I had a great time <laughs> Taylor and I are in a big group text with our friends so we checked in on the group text we made sure all of our friends are doing okay and yeah, if- we're if you don't check in with the group text yeah if you don't check in with the group text within like 10 minutes you usually have 70 messages to then go through so you have to check and and within those messages it's there's normally about like six tiktoks so not only are you 70 messages behind you're six minutes behind there's so many tiktoks that sometimes i wake up because i am two hours ahead of most of y'all and so when i wake up in the morning i am bombarded with so many TikToks that I'm like, do I have time to watch these before work or before my children bombard me? Like it is, it's a real like Sophie's choice in the morning. Do I take care of my screaming child? Do I watch these seven TikToks? You know what you need to do. Watch the TikToks. Watch the TikToks. (laughs) I, 
I don't know if anybody else on here can relate, but I am always on my phone. And so mm-hmm. I, and like, I work on my phone, I work in social media, I'm always on it. So I yeah. do see things very often. And a lot of times I'm like, oh, I need to send this to my friends. But then I'm like, Mary, you just sent four videos already today and that's noon. You need to slow down. You, you can't keep sending things or it will be like too late. So like my whole favorites list on TikTok is basically just things where I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'll send it to them later. And then the next day I forget. But like, yeah. And, and now at this point, whenever someone sends a TikTok, we're all like, yeah, we saw that. Like we all have the same feed at this point. The algorithms have linked much like a period would with uh, a, the flow of a best friend would yes. our, our TikTok algorithms have linked. Our, our moons are the same. Our we moons the same. are the same. <laughs> we, have, we have the same moons. Um, yes. By the way, I am tired, but also am fine with the stigma that TikTok is just like an app for teenagers. I tell my friends that I go to the park with all the time that I am always on TikTok. And sometimes they seem a little surprised. And I'm like, it's so funny. You're missing out. People that like, aren't I understand- on the TikTok train confuse me because I mean I was like that March of 2020 everyone was said get on TikTok and I said that's a young person's game Mm -hmm. do you know how old I am no way and then I got on it and now I spend hours a day just swiping away and I mean it's not even what it used to be because it used to be like oh yeah the dances or whatever right but it's not I haven't seen a TikTok dance in months like I have not seen a TikTok dance in months so if you're really not like entrenched in the TikTok lifestyle, the TikTok game, <laughs> you're really missing out. You know how on Twitter all the time, people would like retweet something that's just like so funny or so ridiculous. And they'd be like, this app is free. This app is yes. free. Every five minutes on TikTok, I'm like, I can't believe this is free. I can't believe it's this is such- free. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I, I didn't clock that, like, I don't see dances anymore. And that's probably also my algorithm where I'm, mm-hmm. like, not liking those videos. But, yeah, it's such good content. The content that is coming out on TikTok is, like, none other. The creativity that we are seeing on TikTok is their masterpieces, truly. One-minute masterpieces. True filmmaking work. Yes. And just like the big, like the funniest comedians that are just sitting in their bedroom. I mean, the funniest people that I've ever seen on a screen are on TikTok. My favorite TikToker is this girl, Caroline something, but she's a triplet and she just has the funniest videos. And like, they're not even about being triplets. I am. I'm only categorizing her as that because she said she was a triplet in like one video, (laughs) but she... Like I'll, I'll find her username and I'll put it on my story or something. Yeah. The, just the funniest, like most slept on TikToker. Who's your like funniest, most slept on? Oh gosh. Oh, TikToker. I have so many. I really do love Remy. The one that does the hauls. Yeah. I love her. I love her so much. Um, she is getting in the, like, she's now best friends after she went to the revolve, um, like, vacation thing a few weeks ago she's now really good friends with like all these new york influencers and i'm like uh i liked you before when i didn't you weren't like friends with all of them and didn't instagram Mm -hmm. with them but i think she's still so funny 
Oh my gosh. There's so many. I mean, just like the most wholesome content as well. Like, I don't know if you've ever come across Rye Guy. He's the autistic older brother of Taco Bell queen is her handle. That sounds Um, familiar. He loves, he loves sports and he just like can rattle off all of these facts about sports and his teams that he loves. And so then people started sending him, like they had to set up a PO box because everyone wanted to send Rye Guy all of these things. And he's so funny. And he like, he, I don't know where on the spectrum he is or anything like that, but like, he is so, it's so wholesome and he is so funny and they are like such a cute brother and sister dynamic that like, I have cried at some of their videos. I love them. I know I've seen a few, but I need to like go through the feed. And then one more before I go on, um, there's this, I think his name is Dutch but he's just like he's gay he lives in new york and he just has like he really really cares about the city and he always has like all these stories about things that happened to him in the city he's a nanny so he'll be like on my way to work this is what i experienced and it's always so funny Mm. but he's also a couponer and he like coupons to donate to like women's shelters he is an angel it's like the most wholesome but it's so funny too and also he's like made videos about twilight before so like i think that's (gasps) how i found him at least i think he did Anyway, oh, Taylor and I. Wait, I love. Twilight. I love. <laughs> Fun fact: I do love Twilight, and not ironically. Yeah, okay? I, unironically. Unironically, I truly love Twilight, but that is a whole nother podcast because yes. truly, I could have a podcast about Twilight. Anywho's. <laughs> anyway, so now wrapping up the sponsored ad from TikTok, I just want to say thank you, TikTok, for sponsoring today's episode. Um, I want to be really upfront and uh, authentic with my followers and I want to follow all the guidelines. So yes, yes, just kidding. Yes. You can't yeah. get into the influence, the influencer mud of the FTC. That is our transition, baby. Yes. What a transition. Great job. Mary. We did it again. Um, we did it again. We're here to talk about the FTC recent drama, which has stemmed from this account girl gangs something something like seven seven three or something have you perused this account at all i have never no i have never gone on girl gangs you're better off is it is it girl gangs with aziz seven seven three yeah and it's just gomi personified okay got it got it okay okay gomi personified gomi is dark dark stuff dark stuff like i I will, from time to time, if Schmerd Schmalish Mode that we referred to last episode, <laughs> if Schmerd Schmalish Mode does something wild, yes, I will go peek on the Gomi, or at least I'll pick, I'll peek uh, on the Reddit. On Reddit, yeah. they're not as heartless. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, like, and I have a lot of friends who have been like really like disrespected on Gomi, like my friends that have been like influencers, mm-hmm. um, and like they're not even like huge influencers, but these like Gomi trolls, like. Heartless, heartless will like ruin lives. So Gomi is not a good place to hang out. You don't want to be no. on there for too long. No, you, you will get sucked into a dark hole of despair. It is, it is not good. No. Um, but I do from time to time check in and be like, everyone yeah. saw what Shimmer Schmalish Mode just posted, right? Like I'm not the only <laughs> one. I'm not hallucinating this. Like this is not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not a hallucination. Um, yes. But I do check in. Girl, girl gangs pages that personified okay 
they well, it's interesting that she has her face on it because like you know get off yeah. my internet you know you can be an alias and not have a picture and you can just be anonymous so mm-hmm. it's very interesting that she has a full I mean her face is there yeah and she's very um like I don't know how much she shares about her identity and mm. again it's I get the same feeling that I do from Gomi so I don't partake in a lot of it yeah but I do know that she's like I mean she's pregnant so that's exciting she shares some aspects of her private life but I don't know if I don't even know if people really know her name but she's like trying to sell merch and like the merch looks like it's like iron on Uh stuff anyway I don't know but she's been a vigilante recently this anti-influencer everything but she has like her favorites that she likes but she um She's really getting after influencers for the FTC, for not following FTC guidelines. Okay. Here's the issue. She's a little confused about what the guidelines are. (laughs) And normal, normal people shouldn't like care or know what like the specific guidelines are. If you're not an influencer, you don't need to know the specific rules. Yes. And let me like just take it from the top. So she is... She's like being a vigilante right now. And like for people saying, you need a hashtag, every single swipe up needs to have hashtag affiliate link, hashtag sponsored post. And you need to tell on every single swipe up that you are making money off this or else you are disobeying the FTC guidelines. I can speak with authority on very little things in this world. Very little. (laughs) But like I'm in social media marketing I work with this like daily. I have for five years. Like I've I've been working in social media in some capacity since high school. Yeah. I am not a lawyer, but I do, I have worked with like sponsored content from time to time. That's just not the guideline. It's just not Mm. the guideline. You could look on the internet and and I've seen um a like an Instagram, not Instagram. There's somebody online that's like a influencer lawyer or like she is a lawyer and then her content online is catered towards content creators. And she even, because when I read the FTC guidelines recently, I'm like, have I been getting this wrong? Like, do I need to spread the word about this? Like, and tell people that I interact with that, that do these (laughs) things and say like, Hey, like we don't want the FTC to come after you. Uh Uh-huh. So I like, I looked at it online and I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what I thought it was. And then this legal page also said that, yeah, like girl gangs is saying every single slide has to have a hashtag. You have to disclose that you're making money every single time. And it's just not true. So with sponsored content, the FTC's guidelines is that it does need to be disclosed. You need to have hashtag ad or hashtag sponsored. You need to make it clear and conspicuous, but you can have it on the first slide and preferably on the last slide. And then as far Mm. as affiliate content goes, like, yes, you do need to disclose that you're making money, but you don't need to do it on every slide. You can do it from the beginning. Like the, um, the lawyer that I was listening to was saying it is within legal reason to assume that a consumer would be looking at every slide on somebody's stories. So if you once a day, like if you were someone like like the buy guide or like things I bought and liked or whatever, mm-hmm. 
if you're if you once a day say these are affiliate links i make a commission which again is cumbersome too i feel like if somebody's following these links and thinks that people are just doing charity all day long and sending out these things like and not making right. a kickback i'm kind of like you idiot whatever like you just every, you deserve to be taken advantage of not really but every swipe up that i see i i know and or just assume they're making money off of this swipe up. I do not, I, but again, we are social media savvy and we do know what's kind of going on with influencers. I, yeah, I don't know if it's like naive, if people don't understand what's an ad and what's not, but like every swipe up and especially if it takes you to a like it or know it page, like yeah. every swipe up, they are getting something for that. No influencer is sitting there with like, their 30,000 followers and just like furiously putting up swipe links for no reason. Yeah. For no reason. And so then that's what's happening now. So this girl gangs girl has told her followers, every time you see one without a hashtag, you need to report it. You need to report it for fraud. You need to report it for fraud. So then all these influencers are coming out and they're making these stories and they're saying, what are you guys actually looking for? Is this something that you require from us? Like, do you really need me to say it on every single story? And then people comment back publicly and they're like, it's the law. It doesn't matter what your followers want. It's the law. And they're all going around quoting law. That's not law. I, and it's- I wonder, so what is girl gangs with a Z773? What is her end game in this? Why does she, I would love to ask her, why does she care so much? It's, I mean, is it I just because people love I don't to know hate her. on influencers? Yeah, it seems very like, I'm going to put a hex on the popular girls. It seems very mm. like, like finally I found a ding in their armor or a dent in their armor, whatever it is. And then she's really like capitalizing on that. And like, that's not the only thing she hates on. Every piece of content, like she hates on the FTC guideline stuff. And that's her thing. And that's her thing. And she has a following and there's people that are enjoying that. It's not my cup of tea, but I mean, I'm following her too. Cause I've been watching some of this FT- FTC stuff. Actually, I don't know if I'm officially following her, but I mean, like I'm checking <laughs> in constantly, like I'll openly admit it. I'm consuming yeah. the content too. I'm not above it, but I would just like you to know that you are not following her. I'm not following her. Okay. You are not so, following her. And I have been wondering, I'm like, why am I not seeing her stories in my feed all the time? Because I you're not watching them like again I've been consuming the content but um anyway so when you've just in case anyone's been wondering like what's all this chatter about and why are people uh like why are all your favorite influencers going on and being like are you guys really wanting that like you know that I make money right it might be kind of confusing that's why there's a Mm. gaggle of um (laughs) people who is there end game really consumer protections? Is it really? No, or is it, I, or is I mean, it I would else? assume not. I would assume that yeah. it's not, but like maybe it is, but I, I just can't imagine giving that much energy to something that seems so frivolous. But again, like maybe it doesn't seem frivolous to her, but like that's a lot of energy to throw yes. at influencers. I mean, and I'm not even page, throw like, it properly. 
Like they're not even, they're quoting law and they're saying, well, yeah, well, it has to be disclosed on every single slide. Like it doesn't matter what your opinion is. It has to be disclosed on every single slide because girl gangs with a Z told them so. And it, yeah, that seems strange. Like, honey, if you're going to throw out rules, you better like know the rules back and forth. And again, normal people don't need to know the rules because we aren't doing this. So, and like, who cares? (laughs) And also like- I mean, I'm sure some of it could be open to interpretation, but again, like to claim that someone is frauding people and that you need to report people's accounts for fraud when like, yeah, like influencers have a ton of money, but like that is like their income. So if their pages get shut down, but also I was researching recently, trying to find like a single account of the FTC actually cracking down on somebody and I couldn't find one. Like, and I searched Mm. and I like, I tried to find like, FTC, um, like I've seen them, like they're cracking down, they're making their rules harder, but I couldn't yeah. find a single account of like, this person got fined. This person had to go through these legal proceedings or anything like that. I couldn't find a single account saying that the FTC has gone after anyone. I, I just also, I mean- Might be looking this, in the wrong spot. Who knows? <laughs> at this point in life, when I am watching any- pseudo celebrity influencers stories and they are holding up any type of anything i'm just gonna assume that it's an ad now unless they specifically say guys i'm not getting paid for this i really just love it because most influencers do if they are talking about something that they're not getting paid for usually you hear them say somewhere like guys this isn't an ad i just truly love it Mm -hmm. and that's where i'm like oh that's when I know like something's on an ad. But again, every time I see them with the product and if it has a swipe up, I just assume it's an ad every single and, time. Whether and I it's think that a, that's coming from anywhere, if they're getting money from Amazon, if they're actually getting money from the company, like I just assume they're getting paid somewhere. And that's where being a responsible consumer comes in too. Like, yes. like I don't know. I feel like if you're, mature enough to be on social media all the time and you're being defrauded and I mean there are influencers that I do think are sketchy I think that there Mm -hmm. are the ones where like they'll talk about this huge problem that they have one day and then the next day they'll be like oh thank goodness I found this product and then they're not disclosing it and they are getting a kickback like a sponsored post and I do think that sponsored posts like not affiliate content I do think that sponsored posts should always be disclosed like of course they Mm -hmm. should Mm-hmm. Um, as simple as a, this company sent me or something, or like I'm one of their affiliates or whatever. I do think right. that that should be disclosed. I, I don't think that this is a horrible thing, but also I do think that there's consumer responsibility anyway. Absolutely. But that is absolutely, that kind of brings us to our next, um, little tidbit of influencer, you know, news Inf- influencer mm-hmm. culture. And that's oh, yeah. the, the Nordstrom anniversary sale which I oh, yeah. have never shopped, but okay. you have, mm-hmm. you have, uh, if you could, if you could see me right now, I'm like moving my neck. I'm cracking my knuckles. Like I'm getting ready. Okay. The okay. Nordstrom, Take the, floor. The, the Nordstrom sale, when I was in college, when I really, you know, my brain caught up to Nordstrom and, oh, I have money. I could shop at this. It was like my Super Bowl. No joke. I mean, we looked forward to the Nordstrom sale every year. 
it got to the point when I was newly married, my mother-in-law loves Nordstrom so much. She would give me and my sister-in-law money to go shop at the Nordstrom sale. Like it was a big deal. And it started off being really great deals. I have Mm -hmm. found amazing deals. I brought my stroller during the Nordstrom sale um, at a great discount. So it's like, yes, it has been great. Now I would say over the past four or five years, it's, I think it's gone downhill very quickly. And so I understand this drama with influencers not wanting to be psychopaths for a month out of the year because they have to keep up with the demand that is the Nordstrom sale. Um, So what I've been, we follow a BuzzFeed writer. um, Stephanie McNeil, love her. Yes, love her. She's amazing. And she reports on all things social media and influencers. And it was really brought to light. I I think I, I stopped following people around the Nordstrom sale, like bloggers, and influencers when the Nordstrom sale would come up. I stopped Mm -hmm. following them because I was getting so annoyed if I had to see one more person popping a leg in front of a mirror in a Nordstrom dressing room, I was going to flip a table. Like I just couldn't, if they were in a suede boot with a leather jacket on, I I was losing it. I was losing my mind. And So I started realizing like, oh, I just unfollowed. So I thought it was just me not seeing Nordstrom content anymore. And then Steph McNeil really started diving down deep and saying like, oh, I think influencers are aware that no one wants to see a million posts and a million gift guides about the Nordstrom sale Mm -hmm. anymore. And she like kept doing polls and more influencers started talking about it. And it truly became something where every year they have the same things. It's the exact same things that are go on sale. And Mm -hmm. so year after year, it just became this like, wait, didn't that influencer buy all of this crap last year? Like this is so, and it just became this cycle of consumerism that just became gross to me. But I was like, wait, you bought all of that last year. And then there's so much contact on the Nordstrom sale that it got tiring and like stressful. So with an influencer, they have to reach icon status to shop the Nordstrom sale as early as they do to then do all their pictures, make all of their content, right? To get to icon status, you have to spend or more in the store that year. And that wasn't always the guideline, right? That that wasn't to invite these influencers. Yes. They used to invite them. I would say probably when I was in college and influencers were becoming a thing, um, bloggers were becoming a thing. Um, and the internet was, you know, picking up, uh, I would say that they would just like invite them. And then it became, and, but like any normal person could, cannot get to icon status. Like, you know, rich ladies that shop at Nordstrom every day can get to icon status. It's not just an influencer thing, but it started to become influencers would do this rat race to become icon status just so they could shop the sale two, three weeks early before everyone else. And what started happening 
was influencers were buying everything. And if you've ever shopped the sale before, you know that things sell out very quickly and the trendiest things sell out very quickly because there's only, there's only a handful of like super trendy things that go on sale because Nordstrom knows like this will sell fast. This has been sitting in our, you know, warehouse forever and isn't selling. And so, and then this is also special product that has been created for the Nordstrom sale. It's like somewhat of a Black Friday situation where things are getting created and produced just for the Nordstrom sale. And so it became this rat race for influencers and then they were buying everything. And so then at midnight or whenever you could stop shop, start shopping the Nordstrom sale as like a normal person, I have a Nordstrom card. So I could shop two weeks early before everyone else, before like the public that doesn't have a Nordstrom card, everything was already sold out. It was, it's madness. And so it just became a, do I need this stuff anymore? Or is like all these influencers, I'm having 50 influencers all post the same thing telling me I need it. Mm-hmm. I feel and like, yes. I feel like the whole problem, like, I mean, logically, when you look at all the factors, it's like, of course, influencers are kind of out on it. It's not what it used to be. Nordstrom's kind of out on the influencers. I feel like there's so many facets of it. Number one, I think that people started feeling icky about it about two years ago, like before COVID, because I, um, again, like I work in social media marketing and I have a lot of friends that work in social media marketing. And if like my friends that would work for influencers all across the board, everybody was doing these Nordstrom, Nordstrom sales and like their work days would be like 13, 14 hour days. Like it was their busiest, it was like their busiest day of the year. And it's like right like in the middle of summer. So they're missing like family reunions. They're missing all these things and stuff because it's like, all right. And then work on a blog post or work on a swipe up or work on a story or work on a something because the competition is so stressful. But then also about two years ago at its peak, influencers were saying like, well, if you get the Nordstrom credit card and you do X, Y, Z, like there was this big push from some influencers saying, get the Nordstrom credit card. And then you get an extra like 7% off, or like it was a minimal percentage off. And I think that people also got kickbacks from the Nordstrom card signups. Of course. Um, Of course they did. I mean, who's who's like talking about a credit card if they're not going to get a kickback from it. So then it became this, um, very like toxic, like extra consumer, consumery, like thing that people just didn't want to take part of, especially right after a pandemic. So last year it kind of like just fizzled and faded. Like, I don't think that they, did they even really do prime day last year? No, they moved it to October. Yes. And same, same with the Nordstrom sale. So the Nordstrom sale did happen, but it happened. I think I want to say like August, September, October, when it usually happens in July. Um, but you couldn't like try anything in store, at least in California, where I was at the time, I couldn't try anything on in store, like their dressing rooms were still closed. So it was a very strange situation. So it's like, 
with all these factors post-pandemic and Nordstrom isn't inviting influencers anymore. I remember I was following a couple people and they were traveling to Utah because they did a special one at the Nordstrom there, like in City Creek. Of course they, they had, did. Yeah, where they the have bread like and butter that there is Utah. <laughs> or like Ruby Snap or something. And they, it was a huge event and I was seeing all the influencers and they're together. And then like they were posting like me and my husband just spent $7 at Nordstrom trying everything on for you guys. We're making our guide. And of course they would. Like you can't, there's nothing wrong with the hustle. There's nothing yeah. wrong. They're, these people do work incredibly hard. Yes. I mean, a lot of people work incredibly hard at their jobs and don't make as much money. So I'm not trying to make a comparison there or saying that it's always, I, I don't want to say yeah. not justified because it, there is a lot of hard work that goes into these kind of things. But now that Nordstrom isn't inviting them, now like the tide is turning and these influencers are like, yeah, it's, it, it was just starting to feel really icky or yeah, it's just, it's, the sales are just not good anymore. And I don't want to share them with their, with my followers. They're not getting the same commissions. The like to know it commissions are not the same anymore. I've checked the um, like the, and that's just like public record. Like anybody could look up and see mm-hmm. what like to know it pays out for whatever store. It's not the same commissions anymore. They're not catering to these influencers anymore. They're not giving them early access. Where and also branding wise, it it hits a lot different this year, post pandemic, to say and make sure that you get all these cardigans. Because I remember like a couple of years ago, it was that cheetah print cardigan. Do you remember Ugh. that? Everybody had it. I'm telling you, it was like it's always it's always like a specific cardigan. It's always a specific pair of booties and then high boots. It's always a leather jacket. It's always a skirt, and I can't. That's what even from a consumer standpoint not an influencer Mm -hmm. the Nordstrom sale became the same clothes every single year and it was just getting so like they were not being innovative they were not staying up to date on the trends now it's hard because like you know people are still buying these suede booties but it just became like you would go on the website, you would scroll for minutes and minutes and minutes, and it was the same clothes that you saw the year before, just like in a different print, in a different color. And I, unless you were going on and being like, I want this North Face jacket specifically, it just was a really, it felt dumb. Like, I don't need any of this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I, I'm going to be really curious to see how it all shakes out in the next couple of days, because that's when the sale begins, right? These next couple of yeah. days, or is it already going on? Oh, so influencers are allowed, like the icon status have been allowed in the store at this point, um, because they already all have their content up. I was just recently looking at like it to know it. And, um, they like I was just seeing so many it's funny because we were texting about the Nordstrom sale and so then I got fed so many Mm. Nordstrom gift Nordstrom sale gift guides on that app um so I started you know seeing all the mirrored selfies and all of this stuff and I was like oh okay so again we have not I haven't shopped I didn't really shop the sale in 2020 I really don't remember shopping that hard in 2019 And so I'm like, oh, wow, this is the same stuff from when I was so big into the sale, like three years ago. 
it's the same stuff. And it just got to the point where it was like, okay, all the influences and it's not their fault. What's trendy is trendy. What's Mm -hmm. cute is cute. And so they're all going to have the same stuff. Every single person's gift guide is the same. And that's probably really hard for them to feel creative, to feel like they want to do this, like excited. Like it's worth it. Exactly. It's like, well, I just did this last year and it's the same thing. It's the same beauty products. It's the Mm -hmm. same makeup kits. There's nothing is changing about it. And I just wish that, I don't know, but hey, maybe Nordstrom makes so much money on this sale that they're like, well, we don't have to change it. Yeah, because they did release that statement where they're like, our brand is always changing and we're grateful for the success of the Nordstrom sale every year when they were asked about like, are you changing your relationships with influencers? And it was basically like a, we're grateful, but yeah, like we don't (laughs) need them. Like like they, like the sale is well known enough now where they'll make their money. Anyway, just two brief things that we need to talk about. Um, So last week we talked about the Dumois pregnancy um, reveal and we were speculating Mm -hmm. who it was about to be. I was a clown. I said Taylor Swift, which again, (laughs) if we're going to get a Taylor baby, it's going to be in the next year. I think I would assume. really think? I think if, I think she, if she's going to do it, cause she said before publicly, she's like, I don't know how I'll ever have kids because there would be cameras in their faces. And that's like unethical to bring a kid into this environment. She said that like a couple years ago, like, I don't think mm-hmm. I could ever do it. Um, but I then could see, I could see Taylor in, pulling a like Kylie Jenner where she like hides the pregnancy altogether. 100%. And then we just like, we just get an Instagram of a baby hand. I do not think that we'll ever know her pregnant. I do not think yeah. that we will ever know her pregnant. Yeah. Um, this Dumois thing had me questioning, but then like in folklore, she referred to having Joe Alwyn's child and she'd be willing to have his child. Oh. Um, like she said that in peace, give you my wild, I'll give you a child. Um, <laughs> any, anyway. Good one, Tay. So I, really, I really thought it was her. But the A-list internet breaking baby announcement was, is it, it's probably horrible to do a drum roll on a podcast with Scarlett Johansson <laughs> and, Col- and uh, Colin Jost. Uh, okay. There's just so many things wrong with this. The Demois story. Congratulations like, to them. Like, oh, congratulations. So happy for you. Anyone love Colin Jost. Become, love them. I love Scarlett Johansson. I'm a huge Marvel fan. I am seeing Black Widow soon. Like, I really love her as Black Widow. So, love it. But, okay, to say that the internet is going to lose its shiz, I don't know if you swear on this podcast, so to say they lose their shiz is ridiculous. They have been married for almost a year. They are 36 and 39 years old. Of course, if they want to start a family, now is the time to do it. Who's, Who's 36 and who's 39? Scarlett Johansson is 36 and he's 39. Yes, I looked Colin this up. Colin Jost is 39? Yes. Yes, he is. I he's am a shocked. good 30. He's a good 39. I thought I would have put him at like, do you know what's weird? Maybe this is a personal tangent. I feel like now that my husband is 30, or I guess he's uh-huh. like 31 now. Mm-hmm. 
like it mentally I always thought like 30 is like such like a big number but then like I know Alex and I'm like he doesn't seem like this like <laughs> untouchable adult yes 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 but like I used to be like 30 that's like something and ask me like two years ago I would have been like Colin Joseph is like 30 which would put me and him like four years apart from each other and he definitely mm-hmm. seems yeah. older than four years older than me but that's because he's mentally, almost 40 yeah but mentally I'm like <laughs> okay well he does seem older than my husband <laughs> and like and I guess Alex is like 31 yes um in your 31 are you older than alex i am 31 yes so you are older than alex yeah yeah are you in 1989 yeah i was born december (gasps) of 89 are you older than taylor swift you're on the ninth the eighth i'm on the fifth you're on the fifth okay yeah and she's on the 13th as we know because the 13th all the time um and i would know her birthday anyway Sorry, well, and then of course I didn't you know Yeah, I, I was just like, I, yeah, I'm a little offended. You you have it a little backwards. We are okay, very, but very good friends, Mary. How dare you? But Alicia, <laughs> our other best friend, her birthday is like the eighth or ninth. Yeah, yeah, see? yeah. See, 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 Taylor, <laughs> see, Taylor. Alicia, if you're listening to this, I'm very, very sorry. Um, I don't think she listens yes. to this. <laughs> I, what a, I, I mean, what a way to be self-aware. But anyway, so yes, so I just don't understand how the internet could lose its shit on a married couple who's in their late 30s having a child. Yeah, and like she didn't do any in-person Black Widow press. She didn't even go to the premiere. Like it was Florence Pugh's red carpet, which I mean, she deserves it. Give it, give it. She deserves all red carpet. Yes, as long as Zach Braff is not there. Yes, give give her all the independent. Red carpet, red carpet. She wants. Um, <laughs> Agreed. But like, and I was thinking, why would anybody even freak out about her unless they're making memes? Because you know how they always make memes about Scarlett Johansson, where they're like, yeah. "Rosa Parks biopic announced, starring Scarlett Johansson." <laughs> because like people, <laughs> yes, like of course, make jokes about that. But yeah, no one's breaking the internet about this. So anyway, no one's no do, one's even is, shocked. Is Dumois credible? Okay, I this dang it's credibility. I I have such mixed feelings about this Instagram account because I am I feel weird about like knowing where celebrities are all the time, safety concern reasons. Like all all you know, I just feel it's so weird. It's like when Paris Hilton had his like celebrity tracker on his website, it just felt very unsafe. Like people stalk these celebrities they try to break into their homes like do we really need to know where celebrities are at all times and this is coming from a person guys I love celebrities and I would like if if I found out like a celebrity that I loved was in Dallas if Kristen Stewart was anywhere in Dallas and I found out about it I would get in my car and drive my butt 30 minutes to Dallas okay Mm -hmm. but like it just feels strange and then plus all of the tips that have been coming in lately that have been nothing i mean the one celebrity celebrity divorce divorce, that was nothing but i will give them credit they did chase it up and then they said multiple times guys i think that we're being lied to guys i think that we're being lied to somebody else is trying to corroborate the story because that email that sent in the divorce tip saying that there was going to be like a 
A-list Hollywood shaking divorce. They also looked at other tips that they had sent in and then like cross-referenced them. And they're like, yeah, those tips never panned out either. So they do try to do their due diligence when they can. Mm, okay. I'll, I I'll give, give that right to now, them. But also- They haven't had a lot of, they haven't had a lot of scores. Like yes. they haven't had a lot of points in on their on their side right now. I think it, I think- we can know their credibility if Kanye West comes out with an album on Friday, because that's what their new thing is. They're getting so many tips where it's like this billionaire rapper, which I thought was either Jay-Z, Jay-Z. or um, Dr. Dre. Uh-huh. Because I didn't really know that Kanye was a billionaire. Is Yeezy really yes. worth a billion? Yes. Um, anyway, I didn't, it like didn't pop up to me, but then they kept referencing directions and stuff so yes like they're talking about Kanye West but um they're saying that he's going to drop a surprise album and that there's going to be like projections all over America and there's going to be a live stream and there's video content and stuff so they're saying that that's all going to be released on Friday so if it is released on Friday you heard it here second and um and (laughs) we'll know that we can continue to give Dumois some attention but don't place any bets on them i guess and they they need to win they need Mm -hmm. to win because the past the past few big things have not panned out or it's just like wait are people actually losing their cool about scarlett johansson being pregnant (laughs) like is that a thing that we should Mm be psyched about uh but yeah i just feel sometimes the page gives me now, don't get me wrong. I follow them. So I'm, I'm clearly part of the problem that I believe is being created. <laughs> but I get, sometimes I get a little uh, like, should we be following celebrities? Do we need to know where they are at all times? This feels I, unsafe. I don't know. <laughs> I am a loyal Jam Session listener. It's my favorite mm-hmm. podcast. And they've really had me looking at the ethics of consuming paparazzi content. Where before I used to just be like, give it all. And I do always hate the defense where it's like, they know what they signed up for because nobody knowingly oh, could ever imagine what it is like. So saying like, this person knew what they signed up for, that's never a good no. argument about celebrity I, stuff. No one can absolutely. comprehend what it is. Yes, But they've really had me kind of evaluate my my consumption of celebrity media and paparazzi stuff and I mean I've been on like the don't take pictures of kids trained for like for forever because I'm a of course we're person. not we're not yeah. monsters yeah but really and like with like the Britney stuff like they really have been think about what you're consuming and then really think about it you know anyway yes quick uh just a quick uh look back at our Wednesday wish from our Instagram page which I'm trying so hard to make a thing. Um, Make it a thing, guys. Make it a thing. I'm trying. And people are participating, so it's good. This week, I wanted to know if you, you know, had a magic wand and you got to reunite uh, one celebrity couple whose breakup devastated you. Who are you keeping? Who are you reuniting? (laughs) Um, My choice, hands down. Hands down. Miley and Liam. Mm. I have thoughts about I have thoughts about that um I don't think that Liam I don't think he needs Miley 
I now think- don't get me wrong. I love Miley and she is so freaking talented. It's crazy. I mean, every video that I watch of her, mm-hmm. like it's insane. My mind is blown every time the things that she can do. I think she I will just- be the Madonna of our time. Absolutely. I think people need to give her more respect. Mm-hmm. I think like respect for Miley. She's truly a queen that can sing anything and can and she's be a anything. hard worker. Hard she will worker. Hustle, yeah. She'll do anything. But I don't think Liam needs her. I don't think he needs I, her. I mean, does anybody need anybody? But <laughs> I think that they will end up together at some point. I was kind of rubbed the wrong way a little bit where like he stood by Miley through all like the crazy stuff, quote unquote, crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And then in like the dead pets, he like stayed with her and all the stuff. But then like he starts to get a problem with alcohol. And I mean, like maybe she was in recovery or like who knows how bad things got. And then they get divorced. And then she's public about like, yeah, his substance abuse issues were like what ruined it for us. It does. It always like, kind of rubbed me the wrong way, but I yeah. love them together. I would reunite them in both a healthy manner. Will I Annette and re- Amy Poehler. Yes, absolutely. Ab- absolutely. I love both of them apart and separately. And I really wish we knew what really went wrong there. Yes. All right. Tell me yours. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, I've talked about it um, on this podcast and I talk about it often. My love for Kristen Stewart runs deep. Okay. Yeah. I know she's awkward. Come at me. Okay. But my love for her runs deep and my love for Twilight runs pretty deep as well. And, and as deep as your love runs, my love runs for Robert Pattinson. Exactly. So we're going to combine our loves. And if I could just see Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson back together again, I would be ecstatic. It would, oh gosh, this is the smile on my face right now, just thinking of them reuniting. Have you watched her talk about him on Howard Stern? No, but I should. Oh my goodness. I will post it. It is the cutest thing. And she's like, he's the best. He's the best. And this is like post breakup. And I mean, like, she's like very openly gay. And I don't know where she lands, if she's bisexual or if she's now just discovered that she is only into women Mm -hmm. and she's in like, yeah, I don't know. Might be married or might be engaged. Yeah. But she was like talking about him and she like admitted fault and, um, and she's just like, he's the best. He was the best. And Howard Stern's like, you know, they say like the number one thing that you're not supposed to do is fall in love with your co-star. And she's like, I had no choice. I had no choice. He was so great. And that was like, you're, like she did that when I'm she was swimming. promoting Charlie's, Charlie's Angels. So that mm-hmm. was recently-ish. I'm and I mean, any, I love anything, anything to get Robert Pattinson away from Sookie Waterhouse. <laughs> maybe, maybe this is like a, you know, like, all Harry Styles' fans don't like right. his girlfriends. Maybe You're I'm not going like to like that. Robert. But I loved him with FKA Twigs. I yeah. loved him um, with Kristen Stewart. Mm-hmm. But does Sookie Waterhouse? I'm, I I don't know. I don't know the woman. We, you have feelings about her. so I have a lot of feelings. You have separate I've made, feelings. I've made a PowerPoint before. I... <laughs> Guys, the one thing you need, 
Mary goes on very, very aggressive celebrity deep dives. She, <laughs> once, at some point, once... I'll, make a... <laughs> I'll make a podcast at some point, but there, I've cracked the code about Alexander Skarsgård and Alexa Chung, and Suki Waterhouse has a big part in it. But I mean, like, she's, Bradley Cooper was, like, reading her Lolita in the park. He, like, was going to lose everything for Suki Waterhouse. Leonardo DiCaprio was in love with Suki Waterhouse. She's dated so many famous people, and then she's landed on Robert Pattinson. They've been together for two years. They live together. And they're always seen just, like, holding hands and with, like, her, her like, lipstick all over his face and stuff. And now she has, like, an OnlyFans account. And I'm just so, and I mean, more power to her. Everyone go for it, whatever. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. But I'm just like, all of it's so confusing. And I'm like, Robert, I don't get it. I don't get it. Rob. She has, let me, maybe look. she has that, she has that Olivia Wilde thing. That's Something what, is what, happening. What is she weaving? What is she weaving? Yes. What kind of magic? What are these weaving? women yes. weaving? And I need some. Yes. Where, I what, mean, what, I don't Joanne need any Stafford. of it. I'm married. Do I need to go? But yes. <laughs> Like I'm a married woman. Yes, sure, sure, sure. I'm but, a married, happily, happily married yes. woman. But if I Harry Styles, husband, but. if Harry Styles came, came a knocking, and I told my husband if he comes yeah. knocking for you, let's go. <laughs> yes, he, I think he, any husband he, worth <laughs> worth anything would say, "Go for it." Would oh, say, absolutely. Go for it. But you know, I, Lord later. I said, honey, if Harry is like, hey, I really love the beard. I'm into it. I would be like, peace, go have fun with Harry Styles. Now, my husband declined that offer, that open door that I gave him. But I was like, it's Harry Styles. Don't ever decline Harry Styles. Okay. Literally equivalent to a war crime. Running through these really (laughs) fast because this has been so long um, and I've kept Taylor for so long. But Meredith Tuttle said that she would reunite JT and Liberty from Degrassi. And I said, um, Craig and Manny would be my, my mm. choice. I um, was not a Degrassi fan. So I do not oh. know Degrassi, but I know, I know. Literally, I, I don't think it's one of those shows where I only think it's good because I grew up with it. I think anybody could hop into it and be riveted. Mm. Interesting. Like okay. it, was, I, it's it was so ahead of its time. And so like, it's like the content that I would want from like the Gossip Girl reboot. Like, that's what I'm missing. I don't need this like, oh, like this person's getting so many hits online, like storylines and stuff. Like Degrassi was just real stuff that I shouldn't have been watching in third grade, but yeah, yeah. Third grade. Holy cow. Third grade. Yeah. But, but the test of time, um, Anyway, like I literally, I learned so much from Degrassi, but anyway, that's it. Brought us Mr. Aubrey Graham. Yes. Yeah. Um, And uh, Nina Dobrev and um, a few others. Why can't I think? Anyway, Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis. uh, That's what Brooke Mm. said. And I'll say if that keeps her away from Harry, sure. Um, Amy Van Buren said Zach Efron and Vanessa Hudgens. I I never know what I feel about Vanessa Hudgens. That well, the COVID you know, video had, was rough. The COVID video really she re- went downhill fast. So yes, yeah. it was not not good. Rachel McAdams and Ryan Gosling, yes please. Of course, but I do I do find him and Eva Mendes very yeah like very endearing. 
And I don't want Rachel McAdams to ever date the guy that played Arrow again from Twilight, but oh no, no I no. mean I I'd I'd be fine if they got back together. Um Emily Kim said uh Bish and Bish, <laughs> Billy Ray and Tish Cyrus. Um, and I granted that wish because they're actually still together. She didn't know that. Um, I was so happy. I was so happy for her that you could give her that info. Yes. And then uh, Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris. Nope. Nope. I don't want if, that for Anna. Thank you. If Bye. They were, I mean, I would take Parks and Rec, Parks and Rec, oh. Chris Pratt, put them back Absolutely. together with Anna Ferris, get their family reunited. Yes. Absolutely. I want before he was Star Lord Chris Pratt. Although I, I, I do, I like Chris Pratt a lot. I, do I just like him. think from all the podcasts that I heard where Anna was talking after they got divorced, and she's never said anything bad about Chris at mm-hmm. all. She championed his engagement and marriage to Schwartz publicly. Publicly, like she has been so gracious, but I felt like I, there was just a deep rooted, like we were, we were so fundamentally different about aspects about things. Mm-hmm. And like, we, there was no choice, but to part. Yes. And, and I, I, yeah, I love them both individually. I mean, some of Chris Pratt's choices, I do question. I try not to think about his political affiliations too much. We don't think about it. We don't I think have, about it. We we uh, just watched uh, we yeah. just watched Jurassic World and we don't think about it. Okay. No. I I just watched the Tomorrow War and I thought this is why he's the number one movie star in the world. He's yeah. the only one that could have carried that movie because it was uh, it wasn't it wasn't great. It wasn't great. It was no bu- no bueno. Ivan Strakowski. It the dialogue in the Tomorrow War really seemed like you know in in movies. Or like in Starstruck, for example, which I hope everybody has watched by now. The best show on television, they, people. The best yes. show on television. They show like a movie, but like it's not a real movie. So like what the show came up with as like an action movie. That's right. what all the dialogue seemed. It was like, all right, I'm going to tell you this once and I'm going to tell it to you fast. So you better keep up. Yes. But the world is ending. Um, all the dialogue seemed like that. It was a fine watch. I actually didn't finish it. My husband did. And then I said, just, just tell me what happened. I don't need to pick it back up. You, no, you did not need to go back. I, no need. No, I was a-okay not revisiting that. Anyway, no. Taylor, what a treat. I Thank can't you believe, so much. Can't I believe could, I got this opportunity to be with you. Could, it's almost midnight here and uh, I could talk all night. I know. I'm like, what, what else can we talk about? I, I had, I was like succession trailer question mark. Can't wait for that. Um, it, it's been so long since we've been with the Roy family that I, I feel like I need to go back. I need watch, to rewatch like the last three episodes of season two, mm-hmm. but it I gave had, me a thrill watching the trailer gave me a thrill. Yeah. I had the scooter Braun divorce on there. Everyone gets their own. That's my, what goes around comes around. Karma's well, a B and, word. But I also read that like it wasn't truly like they're just separating right now and they're just kind of like, we're just doing what we need to do for each other right now. And it really sounded like they were keeping it open to like their end goal was to get back together. Well, and it's weird because five days before the announcement, he made an anniversary post. And no, it was I, like very lovey. I thought it was 
after the announcement of their split, he made the post. No, it was, no, it was five days before. Like I've seen oh. like TikToks and stuff. It's like, here he is like five days before. But then in Taylor Swift songs, Mad Woman, song Mad Woman, she goes, and it's about Scooter Braun. And she goes, the master of spin has a couple slide side flings. Good wives always know. <gasps> she should oh, be mad. No. She should be scathing like me, but no one likes mad woman. So, so Taylor, Taylor Swift told us a long time ago. Oh, Vandy Fair said that they are still currently living together. That they are reporting. Their house is probably big enough. Break. Right. Like they're taking away, yeah. you know, she's in the yeah. West Wing. He's in the East. Um, but yeah, that's so, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. Okay, I, I was tying this up, but I just can't let you go. But anyway, everyone, <laughs> Taylor, does anybody here have a house or apartment or live anywhere? Is your house dirty? Mine is. You should go on Taylor's TikTok because Taylor <laughs> will teach you how to clean. Not only will she teach you how to clean, you could also look at her perfect eyebrows while she teaches oh. you how to clean. Um, oh, that is sweet. So Taylor, tell everyone where to find you on the internet because she deserves all the followers in the world. On the internet, you can find me everywhere, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, um, the Facebook, if you are uh, 65. The Facebook. Drop the <laughs> you're six cleaner. If, if, you're, if you're 75 and want to find me on the Facebook, um, my handle is at Tay Brett with two T's L. Um, and yeah, you can find me there. Taylor, you're one, you're one in a trillion. No one's Aww. like you. I'm so oh, grateful for you. Thank you so much. I'm thank grateful Thank you for, for coming you. on here. Love anyway, you Anyway, so and everybody, everyone, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I'm Mary, and you can find us all over the place online. We're a lot of places really trying to uh, get people to look at the Instagram because that will be fun. So follow us on Instagram at, at I Just Want to Chat podcast. Come join our Facebook group. It's the funnest place on Facebook. Nobody is sharing any conspiracy theories in there that are not fun. None. And it's a safe, it's a safe place on Facebook to be. Um, your aunt isn't in the group, so you're fine. Come join the I Just Want to Chat Facebook group. And I will talk to you all next week. It'll be so much fun. Taylor, thank you so much. Love you all. Thank you. Goodbye. Love you.